Please stay tuned. You with Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Rand. I tell you, Jamaica is in Agia. Agia, yeah, it came away, people. It's going like water. I cannot believe it. I'm blinking my eyes. And Friday to Friday, I just can't believe it. Yeah, I just can't believe it because uh, Mufti Ibrahim Smith, hey, week upon week, before I can even digest all the other answers, is another session of Q&A. Yeah, Q&A with Mufti Ibrahim Smith. It calls a quick fire Q&A and very popular amongst our listeners. Yeah, Alhamdulillah, also gaining momentum throughout the world. Quick fire Q&A. And I remember the number that you can send your questions on. It's uh, simple. Yeah, you all know it. 084 Let's welcome our Mufti Ibrahim Smith over there. Hearty. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And tell me, how are you doing this uh, beautiful Friday morning? Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yusuf and our technical team and all our listeners out there. Wallahi, I was just thinking the same thing in a few seconds. And yet Friday again. So quick the time is going, Shafat, that we can't cope anymore, Chief. Yeah, I just can't cope it. I can't cope with it. Well, we can cope with it because, you know what, when you have a spiritual octane, huh, you can cope with it because our soul moves at the speed of light, Mufti Saab. I mean, you're the scientist, Mufti. Tell us, tell us how fast that, how quick light moves, Mufti Saab. Light travels very, very fast, uh, Shafat. I can tell you, from the sun to us, it takes about 8.3 minutes to reach us, uh, to reach us, uh, the light, you know. So when you look at the sun, you look at it eight minutes in the past, so quickly sun, uh, the uh, speed of light is. Now, people, what I told you. Yeah, scientist Mufti, people. Dr. Mufti. <laughs> What's his name? He's Mufti Ibrahim Smith from the Buakap. Uh, Mufti Saab. Hey, the questions are raining. Yusuf. Yeah, no, no, you can use that balm, yeah, that one there. I'm giving you that one, yeah. It, the name is uh, Karishma Herbal Balm. Rub it on your fingers, yeah, because you're going to get a lot of questions coming here. Yes, sir, Mufti Saab, this one says, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti. A, a masjid with a rental property recently increased a rental with over 100%. Is uh, this allowed, especially since everyone is suffering, Mufti Saab? Everyone is suffering, Shafat. Uh, we're supposed to make it easy upon the people, you know. That is part of the teachings in the beautiful part of Islam is to not impose hardships upon people. So how do you increase a rental, especially during a pandemic, especially during COVID-19, when we have countless uh, people that has uh, lost their jobs, their income, etc. Now you have the house of Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, that portrays itself as a beacon of hope and mercy and light, etc., imposing 100 or more than 100% rentals. So you don't have to look at it from an aspect of permissibility and impermissibility. You have to ask yourself, is this morally and ethically correct to do this? You're supposed to help people, you know, so how can you do this? It is not uh, proper uh, for those uh, trustees to increase the rental with 100%. Yes, there can be increases, but it can be done gradually as well, especially during these difficult, uh, trying times. Someone needs to speak to them. Someone needs to reach out to the transport of the particular budget in question and tell them that uh, they're supposed to help and assist the people in, uh, in, 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 in helping them in such a way that uh, they won't find it difficult to make ends meet at the end of the day, inshallah. Gee. 
Yes, sir, Mufti Saab. I was just thinking, I'm looking at the next question, but I knew once upon a time, Mufti Ibrahim Smith was a uh, pet shop assistant. He knew the tropical fish, he knew the rabbits, he knew the hamsters, he knew even the roosters and hens. This is from this pedigree, that pedigree. So this question says, is it permissible to euthanize the pets that are suffering? Very sad uh, topic indeed, a very sad question, Mufti Saab. Yes, it is said indeed. So sometimes your pet gets knocked over by a car or sometimes just out of old age or it has been diagnosed with cancer or some sort of disease, respiratory disease. Animals also get uh, these type of sicknesses as well, uh, Shafat. Uh, you're right, I have uh, been in a pet shop for uh, most of my very, very young years because of my love for animals, so I know what I'm talking about, alhamdulillah. It is permissible to alleviate their suffering and their pain, but then, of course, you need to speak to your veterinarian, and if he gives uh, the right away and he tells you that uh, it's uh, um, feasible to put this animal to sleep, and then, of course, you can hand that animal over uh, to your veterinarian, and he can uh, do the necessary thing to euthanize that animal, gee. Yes, I'm Mufti Saab, a very, uh, a very uh, you know, nice, you know, I'm using the word nice, I couldn't find a better word for it. A very nice message on the screen, it says, it's nice to know Mufti was a normal person before becoming a Mufti. It lets us assimilate better with him. Ah, man, that's Andy Habiba from uh, yeah from the book the mufti is a government anti habiba is a government mufti yes uh, this question said assalamu alaikum uh, churches are filling of uh, uh, yeah uh, filling a petition in court to have all places of worship reopened what is uksa doing mufti sab it was brought to my attention that they are filing for, I think, uh, uh, for, for all uh, places of worship, uh, not only churches, uh, Shafat, but I think every place of worship uh, for the different denominations in South Africa, they want government uh, to overturn the regulations and the lockdowns, and they want government to declare uh, spiritual workers, uh, pastors, priests, etc., uh, imams, maulanas, as essential workers as well as frontline workers. And I think we have to support them in this venture. you know. Uh, we need to reopen our masajid as well. That is uh, of utmost uh, importance uh, to us. We cannot be uh, outdone by uh, other people. Uh, people sometimes we condemn also and we designate them to yell. But yeah, they are leading the charge. I don't know what uh, discussions UKSA is having with uh, the government. Uh, uh, I haven't read anything or a statement coming forth from them. Uh, so I cannot comment on their part. But uh, generally, uh, the ulama should uh, join this uh, petition and ask the government to reopen masajid and uh, reopen all other places of worship as well. If you can open casino, Shafat, if you can open gym and, uh, and other p- uh, places where people congregate. Just now I boarded the plane the day before yesterday. We were standing 1.5 meters apart in the plane. We were sitting like sardines, people coughing and sneezing next to you. So what a nonsense and rubbish. <laughs> you know, there's no common sense uh, in, in, in how the government outlines their policies. I'm telling you, literally like sardines, we were sitting squashed together. Substandard sardines, not even a normal sardines, you know. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for this woman, inshallah. Gee. Well, you heard that uh, Mufti said 1.5 meters apart, and once you get into the aeroplane, you'll be put in the sardine tin. Yeah, you reckon they make your chutney there, and you're all sitting together. Ach, man. Hey, what type of world are we living in? Uh, this uh, question says, uh, Mufti, can one sign up for a free trial offer with the intention to cancel it later on uh, before the offer expires? Hey, many people do that. Hey, I'm going to use them, and then I'll show them. Mufti, sir? 
Yes, uh, I think we're all guilty of that, uh, but there's no sin upon a person doing that because a free trial is exactly that one needs to understand that uh, the authority has given you permission to use their products, uh, whether it be internet or other type of products, for a certain limited time, and then they give you the option to purchase or they give you the option uh, to reject it. So you can exercise either option because that has been pre-agreed between you and uh, between uh, the commodity that you are going to use. So because there's mutual agreement, uh, you can derive as much benefit as stipulated in that contract. So there will be no harm in sin upon you. It will be permissible, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Sahaba. You are truly a people's alim. Jazakallah khair for that. It goes on to say, a farm worker sold me uh, some baby chicks. I keep them, but my wife says that it's a sin to separate them from their mums. What should I do? I uh, can't put them back in the wild. <laughs> hey, hey, the cakens, but do not have the cakens, Mufti Sahab. Yes, you, you shouldn't separate it from, uh, the Nabi Alayhi Salaam used to prohibit uh, animals being separated from their mothers at a very, very young age, you know. So even there, we can take teachings and uh, rulings uh, in how the Nabi Alayhi Salaam uh, is acted with uh, animals or the animal kingdom as well, even there is lessons for us. So if it is beyond your control and you cannot get hold of the mother, then raise it to the best of your ability, inshallah. Allah will reward you because Allah rewards a person for being kind to every loving thing that there is a lover inside, says the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. So if you show kindness to the creation of Allah, Allah will show kindness to you and there will be no sin upon you. If you can give it away to other people that can take better care of the chick, uh, then that would also be commendable, G. Yes, Mufti, with my uh, chicks, I had a lovely 12 of them. I only got one left because the hawks were just flying and picking one and one at a time, Mufti Saab. So, you know, <laughs> hey, you, you, sometimes you can't... You, you, you can't uh, do crows eat uh, chicks too, uh, Mufti Saab? They eat anything, uh, Shafat. I've seen that side by you. You have the Indian crows. The Indian crow is the one with the white uh, uh, chest in front, you know. And then you have your indigenous crows, which is completely black. And I've seen them here in Cape Town, even on the farm where we are here. They're chasing my rabbits. I have some rabbits running around here, so uh, they're chasing them as well. Now, the rabbits is so clever, they only come out at night when uh, all these uh, uh, birds of prey have left uh, uh, the scene. Gee. Yeah, yes, uh, Mufti Saab. Sometimes it's a no-win situation. Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Is it a sunnah to make a baby wear black beads to ward off evil, Mufti Saab? No, it is not a sunnah. We've seen many people doing this, and I think they do it because of a fear of nazar and a fear of jinnat and sihr and jadu, etc. You know, what you should do is read ayatul kurs and blow it over your, your infant, your baby. Uh, read surah fatiha, read uh, the kurs. Uh, that is sunnah teachings of the Nabi alayhi salatu wasalam. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will protect your, your infant, uh, putting a black armband and a black necklace and black stones, etc. That is not part, it is completely unfounded uh, in Sharia. We shouldn't adopt these type of, of protective uh, wearing for our children. And then we raise them with uh, this misconception and they'll grow up. And one day when they're big, they will impart that knowledge to their children. That is creating uh, a whole lineage of people with wrong belief, Shafat. Rather put it, uh, put a stop to it immediately and uh, blow Quran over them, inshallah. Zakallah for that. Uh, Mufti, I work for a production uh, distribution company that sometimes they deliver haram. Is my income haram, Mufti Saab? According to Abu Hanif, rahimahullah ta'ala, and we all know that we shouldn't assist in sin and transgression. 
So we can't do that, you know, but according to Abu Hanifa, it is uh, actually macro reprehensible to do that. But uh, yes, uh, you can deliver such uh, goods because you are not actively uh, eating uh, of it, etc. You are only transporting it and so your income from transportation will be permissible, according to Imam Abu Hanifa, Mufti Saab, me and my wife are over 60s with AstraZeneca vaccine. Be, will AstraZeneca vaccine be safe and effective for us? Any other alternative, Mufti Saab? Hey, Dr. Mufti, you are asked. <laughs> Shafat, uh, AstraZeneca is the one that will be coming to South Africa. I think the plane will leave Mumbai tomorrow, Saturday tomorrow, yes, and it will arrive here on the 1st of uh, February. So AstraZeneca, if you read and you read up about it, you will see that uh, it is not recommended for senior people. So uh, now they want to cut down uh, the age to 35 as well. So anyone over 35, uh, it wouldn't be recommended because of it can have serious uh, side effects, you know. And then uh, if you read Israeli news, and you must remember, that almost 30% of the total population of Israel, it could be more now, has already been vaccinated. So they're the leading country and they're also the people, according to the Quran, that is the most greed for a long lifespan. So if you want to know if something works, just look at the people of Israel. They're not recommending AstraZeneca for people over 65 years of age. So one needs to take that into consideration as well. Other alternatives, there's neem leaves. For those who are uh, infected, there is uh, ivermectin the government has recently permitted it uh, on a compassionate basis. So there's uh, quite a few alternatives available, but for those that are already infected with the COVID-19 virus gene. Mufti Saab, here's a slim cut. You know what you're talking, Mufti Saab, it's so deep. You know, I, I thought I would never hear this on air. You know, when I go to the supermarket and I look at uh, these products on the, on the, and I look for the BDFC sign, the par, uh, you know, the paref sign, and then it must have a halal sign, so I know that it, uh, our halal body is, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, okayed it. And that is because if if they put the Jewish sign on it, they're guaranteeing you, you know, what uh, our people can have it. So how many? Uh, yes. Do you do you do you look at it that way to Muftisa? But uh, you know, uh, uh, it must have that uh, paref sign, the BDFC. I must have my halal sign so for me to buy it. But uh, how discerning are you when you go to the supermarket, Muftisa? You know, if you want to look at safety measures and stringent tests, then you look at their logos being on the these packets. You know, as long as the contents in it is not haram, because I can tell you they outshine us when it comes to uh, to commodities, mm-hmm. especially to edibles, etc. We might uh, be caught off guard and uh, just brand it as mislabeling and point the finger in the other direction. They take immediate steps in uh, in rectifying a, a, a procedure that has gone wrong. So uh, we can learn a, a few things uh, from them, but especially our halal market. Wow, well done, Mufti Saab. Uh, can I just make a quick certificate? It doesn't satisfy that Mufti Saab is a slim cut and a dog. Okay, there's a, you can have that. Uh, a question here says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Can I appoint a female as an executor of my estate or should it be a man? No, you can appoint a female. It doesn't necessarily have to be a man uh, because of the Korean manhood, uh, you know, it is not a, such a, a stipulated condition for a person to appoint a successor to oversee his well. Then we find that Umar Radiallahu actually appointed his uh, daughter Hafsa to oversee his estate after his demise. So in the end, uh, there's a lesson for us in that as well. So you can appoint a female, upright straight female, that will take care of your estate after your demise, G. 
Assalamu alaikum, Chef and Mufti. Can I invest in Cloud One, a multi-level network, to make a few quick bucks? Hey, brother, want to make a quick, uh, very f- not few, but I want to make a few quick bucks, Mufti Saab. Everyone wants to make a few bucks, Shafat. Everyone is suffering. Allah alleviate the poverty of this ummah. Uh, I've read about Crowd One, I think a couple of months ago, also some people asked me, so I remember that uh, this particular company, they invest in pornography, they invest in casinos, etc. Uh, then there was also a red flag raised regarding them because they're squandering funds uh, and it's a pyramid scheme as well. So people need to be very, very careful in uh, getting involved in these getting uh, rich uh, quickly schemes because uh, you lose your capital investment or they'll just lower you by uh, making one uh, first payment and after it everything will be lost as well. There's been a lot of these things happening on the internet, social media, even on WhatsApp groups as well where people are being uh, bullied into uh, participating in these type of getting rich uh, quickly schemes and then losing all their money. Shafat. So be very, very careful. Do not part with your hard-earned wealth unless it is Sharia compliant. G. Yes, sir, Mufti Saab, you're also getting these people, you know, with the Bitcoin, buy your Bitcoin, and they're showing you they got helicopters, they got a limousine, they got a Cadillac, they got a yacht. Who's fooling who here, Mufti Saab? They think, you know, people that are fickle will maybe get trapped, but uh, we know that these are all uh, meretricious shaitans uh, trying to, uh, you know, take your, or siphon your money out, Mufti Saab. Yes, Bitcoin oils also now they're pushing up the price of Bitcoin, Shafat, because you must remember there's only a limited amount, I think 24 million Bitcoins were created initially, so they cannot make and produce more now, that's why it's a sought after commodity, and it's also a tax, even for those people who want to evade tax, and also criminal elements as well, so be very, very careful with these things, uh, because you see with your eyes first, you see the wealth that other people possess, so you think if you're going to make an initial investment in something like that, you're also going to end up like that, it doesn't work like that in the Mufti Saab, our lockdown created many problems, especially for those in secret marriages. What does Islam say about it? Islam does not advocate secret marriages. Shafat, see, the lockdown brought so many divorces also uh, to the front. You know, we're dealing with so many divorces uh, where people, husbands, were caught out of being married secretively behind the, uh, the backs of their wives. So that is also wrong ethically and morally uh, because now you can't spend one night here and one night there and you can't go for certain meetings uh, and you can't stay out late because there's a curfew uh, from nine until five or whatever the case may be. So that's why Islam does not encourage a person to enter the Nabi Ali Islam is actually encouraged us to, to broadcast uh, our nikah you know, in, in order to avoid suspicion and uh, so that there no, be no blame upon uh, that person as well. So avoid these type of confrontations, unnecessary uh, heartaches and unnecessary headaches as well, Shafaji. Jazakallah for that, Mufti Saba. This question says, my husband was advised by his doctor to go for a uh, gynae komastea. I hope I said that uh, right. Gynecomastia procedure. Is this uh, permissible, Mufti Saab? It is permissible for those of us who do not know. Actually, it is a breast uh, reduction uh, procedure. Uh, they call it man boobs. It is the actual English terminology when you have excess fat on your breast as a man. 
So that sometimes resembles that of a woman. So this is not cosmetic surgery, Shafat. You know, cosmetic surgery, uh, that of course is not permissible. This is uh, corrective surgery when you want to correct something that is wrong with your body. So that is permissible. And there's, of course, uh, proof for this. Uh, you, we find it once a Habi Radulatlan that his nose was cut off in one battle and he placed a piece of wood in there. And the Nabi Alayhi Salatu Salam actually told him, why don't you use a metal? Uh, I think it was gold, etc. You know, so that shows the permissibility of corrective surgery procedures. So in this case, if your doctor has advised uh, for you to do so, and of course it will enhance your appearance and make you more uh, pleasing to your wife, then it will be permissible to do so, G. COVID-19 cyclones are poverty. When will it all end, Mufti Saab? It will not end anytime soon. I've seen that there's more rain coming towards KZN in Johannesburg as well. So uh, this will not uh, end anytime soon, Shafat. I was also asking myself this question, will it get any better? It will only get better when Nabi Isa alayhi salatu salam come. And it will, of course, be after the appearance of Imam Mahdi uh, alayhi salam. You know, so this will happen at that time. From now until then, every day, every week, every month will be worse than what we are experiencing now. Brace yourself for whatever comes forward and a return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in sincere tawbah. And then perhaps Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down better conditions. Can a female in a period uh, recite the manzil, Mufti Saab? Manzil is a collection of, of very good verses from the Quran, uh, which uh, in turn serves as a protection against a jado, sihar, jinnat, etc., nazar. So all these verses in the Quran. So generally, it is not permissible for a female in a state of a menstrual period to read uh, Quran. But if a person reads uh, uh, verses of the Quran with the intention of of uh, zikr or protection, then it will be permissible. The fuqah is ruled in the various big books of art. If the intention is for tilawat of Quran, then it is not permissible. It is prohibited for to read Quran in the state of Haid, you know. But if it is with the intention of dua, like we said now, or dhikr, or protection dua, so then it will be permissible for to read the manzil Mufti Saab, everyone's trying to make a quick buck, as you said earlier on. I'm trying to sell ivermectin but my profit margin is 200%. Uh, what's your views and what's the Sharia views on selling a product with a 200% markup? Yes, uh, I've seen tablets going up to two grand per tablet, and I've seen tablets going 400 grand each. that normally cost about five grand each. So the glare tidings for such a person with a markup like that is a seat in the middle of the fire of Jahannam, says the Nabi alayhi salatu salam. Anyone in exploiting people during a pandemic, see the rental people also from that particular masjid. You're exploiting people during a pandemic when there is a shortage of, uh, shortage of basic necessities. Ivermectin is a necessity. It is a life-saving drug, Shafat. When you do that, then the Nabi alayhi salatu salam says that I guarantee that such a person will have a seat in the middle of the fire of Jahannam. So it is not permissible to make such a huge markups, you know. Uh, what I've seen uh, being a uh, dead side uh, just recently, and I think our Muslim brothers and sisters and all those people involved, many of them are giving it free of charge. Shafat, they're giving it to Muslims, they're giving it to non-Muslims, they're doing so much good work uh, that side, you know, and even in Cape Town, when I came as I got off the plane, someone offered me ivermectin and I took it uh, because I came from a journey free of charge so we need more of these type of Muslims and not those people that want to exploit us, Jeet. Yeah, absolutely, because the humanitarians are already doing good work. Allah reward them for that. And uh, yes, um, Mufti Saab, uh, one more question here. It says, uh, Assalamu alaikum, Mufti Saab. Many years ago, I knew I did the wrong thing. 
My Hindu friend I knew did not eat beef, but I gave him samosas and he asked me if it was a mutton. I said, yes, but it was beef. Oh, how do I rectify this? And I regret it up to today. Mufti Sahib, there's a brother repentant giving his Hindu friend uh, uh, beef instead of a mutton. Mufti Sahib. Yes, Shafa, beef is something that they have prohibited upon themselves. We must remember the Jews also did that, you know, they prohibited things upon themselves, which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has not prohibited. Every type of foods were permissible for Banu Israel, except what they prohibited upon themselves. So you gave him beef, it is not prohibited in Islam. Yes, it is against his uh, beliefs, but uh, you didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion. In this case, it would be best to keep quiet, you know, otherwise you will spark a controversy and you will create uh, such a, a hatred in the person for you and for other Muslims in Islam also. So best uh, keep quiet, inshallah. There's no sin upon you. You do not even need to make istighfar of it, Jim. Jim, Mufti Sahib, a very enthralling session with you this morning on q and Your parting words uh, this morning? May Allah subhanahu wa grant Jannah to Firdaus to all our deceased that passed away of COVID-19. May Allah remove this pandemic from our midst, inshallah. Open up all our masajid and our mudaris. And may those people engage in humanitarian efforts. Allah open his khazain uh, and treasures upon them so they can continue doing the sterling work. Jazakumullah khair al-jazah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuhu. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu to our Mufti Brian Smith for giving us those answers and to you and you and you whoever sent uh, those questions and we embrace you, we celebrate you and jazakallah khair. You really make uh, the quick fire Q&A hey, what it is today. Very sought after edition. Let us go for a break. When you get back inshallah we'll round up and close up the program. Please stay tuned. You worth Sirius FM 105.7, your number one station in the East Coast.